1 Samuel 18, 1-5 As soon as he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David, because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David and his armor and even his sword and his bow and his belt. And David went out and was successful wherever Saul sent him, so that Saul sent him over the men of war. And this was good in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. So moving forward, we have one of the core, you know, friendships of the Bible, yeah. one of the friendships we know the most about, which is David and Jonathan. Hmm. And we've met Jonathan already in the narrative, and we know that he's he's good news. Like, yeah. you know, he he's kind of been used as a foil, like a contrasting character to Saul up until yeah. now. And generally, you know, like in this previous episode a few days back, we saw Saul kind of filled with fear and fear of people, fear of man. Yeah. And then Jonathan like goes up and fights the Philistines mm-hmm. with his armor bit or with a sword bear, like, or shield bear. Gosh, whatever it is. <laughs> How many things can you bear? Very multifaceted guy. That's right. Um, but, and, and there's like the whole Saul's rash vow thing where we see Jonathan in the right, mm-hmm. Saul in the wrong. And so, yeah, here, here we see this friendship form between David and Jonathan. And finally, stuff is kind of starting to look up for the people of Israel and the main characters in First Samuel. So, McClish, what do you see, um, you know, in this passage as we begin to look at it? Yeah, I think, well, based on what we said yesterday and have been saying that just obviously this story speaks to something so um, much more profound than just the... Uh, friendship of the people or the mm. things that are happening to these people. And not that those are unimportant. We can actually learn a lot from that. And I think yeah. we'll have some things to say about that, yeah. but just to set this in the right, um, in the right tone, in the right place that we are talking about two heirs here. Jonathan is the seeming heir to the, um, the throne, you know, right. being Saul's David yeah. or um, Saul's son. Yeah. And then David, of course, has, uh, is the actual heir because he is the king that God has chosen for himself. Right. So he's anointed. So even though, um, you know, Jonathan and David have been through a lot at this point and you yeah. can see like this friendship developing, this is something even more profound in that Jonathan is loving and knitted to David in a way that shows a deep attachment that really should point us to our attachment to God's anointed one in the person of Jesus. Yeah. And you, I think you can kind of see it even with, um, it's just so, uh, I, seeing Jonathan like take off his royal robe and mm-hmm. like put it on David really hit me in just the whole salvation, um, the way it plays out and that I have to die to myself. I take myself off the throne of my own heart where God removes me from the throne of my heart. Um, But Mm -hmm. like I, you basically are crowning Jesus King in Mm -hmm. your life. Like he is the rightful heir. He is God's chosen. He has done it. But I, it's this beautiful act of love and attachment to God's anointed one. And I think that actually really helps kind of understand this story that Jonathan is attaching himself to God's anointed King. Yeah. And I think also in light of that, in our, attaching of ourselves to Jesus, we also have this obligation Mm. to do that with 
his people with mm. the people of God. Yeah. And just thinking about the one another series that we've been in for forever, it feels <laughs> like, but has yeah. been so good. And just thinking of how we love one another, how we care for one another, how we um, engage with one another um, as the people of God, this picture is so beautiful how he is. It says that the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David mm. and just trying to think like personally, like who, who in my life is my soul like knit to in that close of a way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the really striking things about this passage to, to your point is Jonathan is, he, he's relinquishing, you know, his, his rights. Right. Here. Yeah. And especially in the eyes of man, like obviously David is ultimately the rightful, like anointed king. Sure. But as far as, you know, everyone else is concerned, like Jonathan is Saul's son. Right. Not only is he Saul's son, but he has a, a dang good track record. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so yeah. He's yeah. like a good candidate. And I, I think one of the most, you know, pointed, point, like pointed marks of a Christian mm -hmm. is this sense of like overwhelming security to the point of being able to surrender your rights. Yeah. And, and you know, Jonathan has this striking, like he's not jealous of David. He's mm. not insecure with David around, but he actually, you know, they, they make covenant together and he's able to rejoice and find the joy and confidence in David's successes, yeah. mm -hmm. which, you know, I think tells us that there's something far greater, far deeper and higher yeah. that Jonathan is confident in. Right. I mean, even the just Lord. the fact that um, David is successful and everything, it makes you think of uh, um, Psalm 1 that, mm -hmm. you know, again, which talks about God's uh, man in history. God's, uh, that's what Eugene Peterson, I think, calls the Messiah, all the messiahs that we see pointing to the ultimate Messiah, mm -hmm. God's man in history, but that he does, he prospers in everything that he does. But again, Jonathan recognizes that's from the Lord yeah. and he supports, um, you know, God's man in every way. And there's like that loyalty and that element of friendship and he covenants yeah. with and humility, right? Oh, the humility. Yeah. 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 So a lot of beautiful things that should characterize us as well. That's right. Absolutely. Well, we're going to see where this uh, friendship leads, but not in today's passage. So <laughs> join us tomorrow for Jennifer McClish and Kate Clark. Tough. I'm Will Carlisle. <laughs> Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.